And why do you say toddler like that? Toddler. It's toddler. What? Fuck it. Whatever. Toddler? Do, am I saying it wrong? And welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. Whoa. <laughs> a little, little spin on that. End. I'm Alex. And I'm John. And we are your hosts. Hello. Hello, all. What's up, John? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen more stress in Alex's eyes before than right now. I'm just like... I, like right now, I know, I know that I have to be very careful what I say to Alex. I don't want to set her off. Ask me if I feel dead inside. Oh, I yes. know. I know. <laughs> I know. We're over the hump, though. We only have 10 weddings left. And then we are done for the season. We're almost there, Bay. And then just all the editing. I know, I know. Anyways, today is a very exciting day because we finally got one of our friends on the podcast. Yeah, we've been wanting her on for a while, but schedules never really lined up. And then uh, we thought, let's just let's just get her on Zoom real quick after the work day. So before we, you know, talk about our guests, let's get into our highs and lows real quick. My high, my high is that we have excellent internet in your parents' basement now. I can play Call of Duty with no buffer, nothing wrong. So like, I'm going to take that as a big win. I could take phone calls in the basement. That's huge. That's true. I mean, you used to like go on to Instagram or TikTok and it would take 1,000 years to load. So. Or like you talk to like a, a bride or a couple or a client and you couldn't even get a call down here. Oh, yeah. Anyways, they're really cool because like they're like those little Google Nests, like those little pods you put around your house and it just boosts your internet. I don't know really how it works. I'm not that smart, but it's helped out significantly in the basement. Whatever though, what's your high? Well, I'll start with my low. My low is that we ordered a new mirrorless camera and it's not here yet. We have two weddings this weekend and I would have liked to have a new camera to use, but... It's fine. Our other ones are fabulous that we work with. I just like to new play with new toys. You got that new gimbal though. Yeah. For everyone who doesn't know what a gimbal is, my stupid definition is something that keeps the camera stable when like, say you're running and I'm filming you, I can run beside you and film you running and you don't see the camera shaking. It's, it's a glide cam. It just like keeps everything steady. But that's my low. My high is... It was just Luke's birthday, and we celebrated his first birthday. My parents' dog. German Shepherd Luke. It's cute because, like, we got him for my parents when he was eight weeks. He has three brothers. Um, two of them my cousins have. One cousin has one brother. Another cousin has another brother. But they are just, they're just super sweet and dopey, and I feel like he brings out the puppy side of Kobe, so... Yesterday was his first birthday. My mom got him a cake. She had to get Kobe one too because, um, you know, it's like a, what is it? A participation trophy. Like, <laughs> Well, she didn't want him to feel left out. Exactly. I wonder if like that's what it's like with kids these days where if it's like someone's birthday, you can't just get the Does birthday party. Does everyone get a cake? No, not just cake, but like you can't just get the birthday kid a present. I feel like parents these days are like, well, you have to bring a present for little Susie too on Ryan's birthday because or else she'll feel left out. I feel like I've heard people say that. I've never heard that, but if that's true, that sounds terrible. I would love to know. If you're a parent, <laughs> let us know if this is something that people do or maybe that you do. I'll, I'll give another low um, <laughs> since you're taking forever to think of one. It's that my parents drained their pool and to me, that is like the end of the summer. 
I know that they're just like draining it to marble dust it because it's a cement pool. But like when the pool is drained, it means winter is coming. And I'm all about the fall and like cold ish weather, but like winter, not not just like a, a huge fan. Well, I hate I being cold. I feel like there's so many more activities you can do in the pool now. Like Tony Hawk, skateboard it. Do you know how to skateboard? You can play handball. In I would there. love to see you try to skateboard. Well, I did twice when I was a child. Actually, I wouldn't love that because you would definitely hurt yourself. You probably would love that. No, because then I'd have to hear you cry about it and take care of you. I don't have time for that. Oh my God. <laughs> and then I'd have, to, I'd have to hire a second shooter. Oh, that's the real reason. Anyways, okay. You know what my low is? Is you. You're my low. You're... I'm your kryptonite? Because <laughs> when you're in a funk, it puts me in a funk. That's why That's why it's my low. When you're high, I'm high, baby. But when you're low, boy, oh boy. My bad mood just rubs off just on you. rubs right off on me. I just like, sometimes I want to be left alone. Like, you're just always around me, John. <laughs> We're literally sitting right next to each other doing this fucking podcast. Like, leave me alone. We're just around <laughs> each other too much. Like me time. What happened to me time? I'm running on the treadmill. I'm running treadmill. on the treadmill earlier, and I'm just sitting there. And I'm like, just go away. I can't. I was like, we have to do this podcast. <laughs> I'm just like, I just feel like such a bearer of bad news to you. Like, guess what? We have something else we need to do. Like, I don't have any good news to share with you. It's just more shit that we have to do. You, you're just like, basically like a manager. I'm stealing the Christmas presents. I'm no, like the Grinch. Because you're like, hey, uh, don't want to bother you, but this is due. Did you get this done? And I'm like, go Shut away. the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I just like... If you guys ever want to hear a more true low for both of us, that's it right there. We have no me time. We're trapped together. <laughs> We're trapped together in this basement. And uh, all I do is I'm the barrier of bad news for Alex. You know, I don't like... I don't ask for much. I just like want to be left alone. <laughs> I know. That movie. What is that movie with Steve Carell and Tina Fey? The Office. No, what? <laughs> no, it, it's uh, Date Night. Remember? I don't think and, I saw that. And he's like, do you fantasize about other men? And she's like, no. <laughs> Honestly, what I fantasize about is being alone. We should, just, we just should a, make a, a day by myself. No one around me. I get that. Especially during COVID. Like, you're just constantly around people. Well, whoever you live with, not that you're around people. But like, if you were working in an office and now you work from home. Like you, you used to go away to work. And I was excited for you to come home. And now I'm like... I don't, I only see your face all the, <laughs> all time. the time. I don't get to miss you because I'm around you all the time. Bang. Go away. Oh, bang. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only one that feels that way. I'll tell you what, not only maximize that by 10, because I'm here with you in your and parents' basement and your. It's, yeah, I think that's what it is too. It's not three just that dogs. we're, it's not just that we're around each other 24 <laughs> 7. It's that we're around each other 24-7 in my parents' basement <laughs> with my parents. I think we're having a therapy session right now. Say, on everyone's tuning in to us. <laughs> are just, we're really airing it out right now. Yeah. I kind of feel better talking about it. I feel like we probably have to fuck too. But I, <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's why we're getting a hotel this weekend. Yeah, thank God. If you guys haven't seen our TikTok, our recent TikTok of the bed we're staying in. Oh my God. You move half an inch and it's like... Truly, it sounds like the bed is going to snap in half. I'll I'll post it on my story. I do feel better, but I don't feel better because 
nothing's going to change for another two months. Yeah, I did just get hornier after this conversation, though. Just staring right into my eyeballs. Yeah. Anyways, okay, let's talk about, real quick, our guest today. Who's our guest? Our guest is our friend Stephanie. She is also one of our upcoming brides. We're shooting her wedding. We are friends with her and her husband, Greg. They had a wedding planned for 2020. And like many 2020 couples... Um, plans changed and they had to push to 2021. So today we are talking to Steph about what it's like to roll with the punches and get through some shit. Yeah. What, what to do when, uh, a wrench gets thrown shit into your goes plans. South. Yeah. Which I mean, honestly, we've all, we've all had to deal with this year. So without further ado, our guest, Stephanie. So welcome to the podcast, Stephanie. Woo! Hello, Stephanie. <laughs> Hi, guys. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> Sweaty. We've been trying to have her on for a long time now. I know. And you know what? Now that we figured out Zoom that we could just record, we were like, why push it off? Let's just so much Steph easier. Yeah, right, much so. better. <laughs> so, Steph, we said a little bit about you earlier. You're a DPT. That's a doctorate in physical therapy, correct? Correct. You got it. And you are working where? I am working at NYU Langone Health in the city. She's a big deal. She is a big yeah. deal. That is a big deal. Yeah. So today, what we want to be talking to you about is change in plans or well, like things that happen. Go ahead. I'm always bad at like describing what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. I'll let Alex. Go ahead, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> Steph, you're not only a, what is it? A DPD? DPT. Where's DPT. the D? Right, Alex. Got it right. Like, I misheard you. A DPT. Uh, you are a technical COVID bride. And by I am. So, I am. So today we are going to talk about expecting the unexpected because uh, I don't think that any brides expected this to happen this year. So you had your wedding plans originally set for 2020. No. October, yeah, yes. October 3rd, 2020. Yeah. So no wedding. It was one of our first brides to like book with us for the year, right? For last year. And then it got pushed. She was one of our first 2020 brides. You right. booked us back in 2019, but or I, I don't know, it was so long ago. But so when the pandemic started, what was your initial reaction when it came to your wedding? I don't know. I actually like I was so busy at work and like it was so stressful at work that I wasn't quite thinking about my wedding first because it was like everything was turned upside down at work. You were um, like, we need to save lives. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you, you did it. You had a lot of COVID patients at the same time as you trying to plan your wedding. And that had to be crazy. Correct. Actually, the weekend that we had the lockdown or, uh, you know, that shut down, um, Greg and I were supposed to go out east to Greenport where we're getting married to do our uh, tasting. And there was a small outbreak there that weekend. And him and I were like, mm, should we go? Should we not go? Um, and then our venue coordinator called us and said, so you're not, we're not going to do this. Uh, wow. At least I, it took some pressure off of us because I felt like we weren't sure what, what was the right thing at that point. Some time. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was confused. It was disappointing at the time. Um, and I think that was like the first sign of like, oh crap, this is going to be like, you know, impacts life also so but yeah like I said I was really busy at work and then it wasn't until like May until we like really had to sit down and figure out okay what, what are we doing 
do we postpone? Do we move forward? Did you get any advice or like, did your venue advise you a certain way or did they kind of not have a choice? Nope. We, yeah, I think everyone like really didn't know what to do. We didn't know how long this thing was going to last. I think because I was in the hospital and I saw how bad it was, like I had some idea that this was not going away by October. Actually, Greg kind of thought, he was like, it'll be fine in the fall. Um, <laughs> what does Greg know? So. What, is that, what does that kid was know? He, was he more optimistic about it? Yeah, he, he's always more optimistic. I'm always like, he's always, he's always more optimistic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Greg though. Greg's the man. He went, he went on my bachelor party. You know, he's, he's a good guy. So how did yeah. this affect, right. like, obviously this affected like wedding plans, but how did this impact your relationship or like your planning process as a couple? Yeah. So I think, uh, like I said, we, he was kind of like, oh, I think it'll be okay. And then like, we, I was like, okay, okay. And I think in, in like end of April, I was starting to get stressed because I kind of just wanted to make a decision and move forward. And he was like, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. And then we finally figured out like, okay, we got to move this. And once we did that, and I actually felt a big sense of relief, we had to like call our, all our vendors and you know, all that jazz. Um, and everyone was pretty cool about it actually. So we were very lucky. I don't know. We just decided we'd rather be safe than sorry. And we just pushed it a year out. So and your wedding is October of this year. I want to verify that. It's, John, it's you better be there yeah. with your cameras. Yeah. We are Alex, hired vendors. Alex tells me like the weekend before I'm like, hey, just so you know, we're having a wedding. I have a, a calendar. I have it in the phone. I have it literally on this board over here. All every it's like plastered everywhere. Maybe the dates yeah. are not There's there. literally just no names. dates. It's just, John's attention just to detail. Like it's, not so it's just names. It's like Greg and Steph, Amy and blah. Like no, no dates at all. I just have to no, guess what Alex the, is thinking. If it's in the calendar. It does have dates, John. Or no, times. There's no times on the calendar. <laughs> or where the location is. It's just names. Could be Long Island. Could be New Jersey. Anyways, it's not about us, Alex. So <laughs> okay. so how has your mental health been throughout all this? I mean, this has had to be this had to be torture. There's so much shit going on and your life's crazy with, with work and trying to plan a wedding. Like, how are yeah. you and Greg coping with this? Well, the beginning was much harder. Um, yeah, I made it sound like we were all on the same page all the time before, but that was not true. I mean, <laughs> on, <laughs> on October Greg's head's in the 20th. clouds and you're like the realistic <laughs> one. You're like ground zero. Well, I mean, wedding planning is stressful to begin with. And then you have to reschedule all of it. And then like the variant happened this year. So just yeah. navigating that together, I'm sure just added boatloads to you guys. We thought we were all cool in July. <laughs> game <laughs> no but I mean like it was hard like our actual wedding day last year was really hard like I wanted to go away and make it special and Greg was like I think I'm just gonna be upset no matter where we are so why are we spending all this money to like you know get away for the mm. week like, somewhere you know local but get away we got in like a big blowout fight that <laughs> that day yeah. um, but it, you know like it's okay we got moved past it and like we you know, got all of our, our feelings out and we're moving forward. So, I mean, from like an outsider looking in, you guys just seemed so seamless, like moving forward with it as if like it didn't throw a wrench into things. Like, I don't know, you guys are just so chill, but I guess like you have to think like behind the scenes, how 
much of a stressor this is on couples and their relationship because you know this is like supposed to be such a fun time and then this like dark cloud comes over it but how have you guys tried like what are some things that you guys have done to like try to remain optimistic throughout drink yeah <laughs> that's what we're friends you're like, like, like the rest of the world this is literally how we started bonding as friends like yeah. we all like enjoying a couple my, drinks together my favorite it was like betches brides they always had covid bride memes or like just funny videos that they always put out so i thought that was hilarious just being in the yeah. industry but alcohol uh, helps yeah alcohol helps <laughs> yeah we never i never really used to drink during the week but stephanie is so full of shit her and greg drink all the time i'm jealous Always partying. The Stephanie drinks less than Greg. Let's put Steph it. and Greg have like a Let's local the bar they go to. Everyone knows them. They're like John, you, local celebrities. You're making them say sound like alcoholics. No, that's us, John. <laughs> I would be too if I got to live next to like a little downtown area. That's awesome. We did, yeah. and then we have oh, all shit, the. Oh shit, we did, yeah. and now we're selling yeah. that house. Yeah. <laughs> the beautiful house. Yes. So I think it's interesting though because you had this plan, but. I feel like, you know, if you're looking at the bright side of things, like there are some things that happened. I'm just like thinking of like one of your bridesmaids because initially she was oh. in your wedding and with your original date, she would have been pregnant or like just giving birth. And yeah, well, I don't know if she would have made it. Yeah, potentially attend. And because of the pandemic, now she's able to be there with oh, her baby. The positives. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you're absolutely right. That would have been really sad for me. And now yeah. she's here. So. Yeah, exactly. So like besides weddings, though, I mean, it seems like you guys were able to get through this fairly well. I mean, do you have past experiences that have made you be able to cope with difficult situations better? That's an excellent question, John. Thank you. Sometimes <laughs> I have questions. good questions. I actually feel like I have been very lucky throughout my whole life and that I really haven't experienced anything that was like really, really stressful or really, really sad. Like I've lost grandparents and that kind of thing. But like, other than that, I really haven't had a lot of, I've been very lucky, Like I'm very lucky. So I don't know. I think COVID was actually one of the harder things that I had to go through as a healthcare worker, like in mm -hmm. my life. I think I was going to say, as you being a physical therapist in a hospital, seeing like, cause acute care and, and stuff like that, like you've seen a lot and you know, you're there to try to make people better. And I think you see different diagnoses and you see different things that are happening to people. So I think it helps you with the struggle and coping. Like I was going to say, you say that like, you haven't had to really face anything stressful, but I'm sitting here thinking like, maybe it's just because you like deal with it very well. And COVID like was such a huge stressor that like Obviously, for anyone, that is going to be a lot to to deal with. But I just feel like yeah. maybe, maybe you just deal with uh, stress very well, and like so, you don't think that you've had stressful situations in life. I guess so. I, you know what? I well, during COVID, the it was the first time I ever talked to a therapist. I was definitely overwhelmed in the beginning. Um, I saw some really sad stuff, so it was really helpful for me to talk to someone. And I'm so lucky that I found her. We talked about what's going on and I vented, but I also, she gave me like some strategies. And I think I'm very much a perfectionist. I put a lot of stress on myself about like my performance at work. And I, she just said, you're doing a good job. Like, and she yeah. just told me that. And I, and she said, you need to also own that. Like you are doing a good job. 
And so what were the coping strategies? Well, cause a lot of this was out I of your hands. That. Like you couldn't, yeah. you, there was nothing that you could do about it. Same thing, like with your wedding, you know, so being a perfectionist, you want to be able to control all those aspects, but like, you know, what this episode is about expecting the unexpected, like as a, as a planner, that's so difficult when you literally have no control over what's happening in work and what's happening in your personal life. I don't know. I actually do better with things that are outside my control. Cause I feel like, okay, <laughs> that's going to happen. Yeah. It's stuff that I can control that actually stresses me out more because I want to do a good job at it. So, right. Well, it's like pressure you know, on you. It's like something. Yeah. Like, like I put a lot of pressure on myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hate making errors and things like that. And right. I, I, um, I don't know. I just, she, a few things that she told me, John, to answer your question was like, if you can wear a piece of jewelry or do your nails or have something that like really feels like you to like, just take you out of the moment for a second at work will like help. Um, Ooh, so that was one thing. So wait a minute. You mean like, say something horrible is happening. It's putting you in this funk <laughs> and you're like, Oh, I got this. I got this bracelet. I got this cool Greg, bracelet on. Greg got no, one like, at the like, Dave and Buster's. As a female, I get what you're saying because getting your nails done can change your mood, or like even just like having mascara on can literally yeah. change your mood. No, no, no. Actually, I, yeah, it didn't have to be so bad, but it was just like reminding you of who you are. Like, yeah, yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. So that, Not- like when I got to lunch, like I could be like, okay, did all that stuff. I did what I did, but like I'm still who I am, and like you know this isn't everything. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, there are other things that make me me. I thought she was kind of saying doing something that to pull you out of that into a memory, like you <laughs> getting a bracelet that Greg <laughs> bought you or something like, Oh, like this patient's crying. And then you bracelet. somehow glance to your bracelet. You're like, Oh wait, Greg got me this you bracelet. You keep like scratch and sniff stick stickers on your on your forearm. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, just, just get smelling salts. Yeah. <laughs> You're out of it. I mean, I think that's um, a great tool though. Like just something to kind of bring you back to home base, like a little, like just a little reminder sentiment. And then she just told me you're doing a good job. And I thought, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, again, when that stuff is out of your control, all that you can do is just move forward. Okay. Moving on to something I want to know about. So, okay. okay so how has Greg been your rock throughout all this? Um, he is very, very level-headed. And I think when I would go off the deep end about worrying and, you know, planning and things like that, he just kind of brought me back a little bit, but I can say the most romantic thing that he did for me while we were, while it was during COVID, I was, you know, driving into the city every day, like the height of the pandemic. And, uh, every day when I came home, he'd stand out the window and clap for me. I mean, because I'm cheesing city, hard right now. We're all oh cheesing. My God, that is so I know cute. it was, it was really cute. Well, for our listeners, just got hard for our listeners who know nothing about Greg. I always look at Greg like he has flat effects. So it's really nice to see that. <laughs> He smiles. He even clapped. Wow, that's crazy. Oh my god! I know. Like Greg has such a monotone voice. Like if I get any emotion out of him, it's like the happy. It's it makes me so happy. That is <laughs> honestly just that warms my heart. <laughs> but like, yeah, but he's actually the other thing that I would say that he did is like he's real good at like if I'm really freaking out or really sad, like he'll throw in a one liner or like very dry joke. Oh yeah, and, like snap you right out of it. So. That's good. So you guys are a good balance, I think. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's a good it's good that you guys are a team and you've been a team through this whole thing. 
I just think that obviously the season of life is crazy for everyone, but I think it put a lot of things in, in perspective of that, like so much is out of our control. It's those little moments and those little acts of kindness that like bring you back to home base. And you're just like, you know what? There's still good in the world. There's so much shit, but you know what? There's uh wine and Greg clapping on front porches. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, at the end of the day, though, weddings changed so much, but so did just life in itself. But I think like the lesson learned, at least from our end as vendors and like you as a bride, is that like everyone just has to be flexible and like fluid with change. Like you just we had this set schedule and we book weddings like two, two years out, like one to two years in advance. And that completely just changed just like everyone's lives did. So I think like the biggest lesson of this year is just like, you know, sometimes things don't go according to plan and that is okay. You gotta, you gotta be flexible. And just remember yeah. Steph, one more month and you're over that hump. Wedding will be <laughs> done. And then it's party I bet you time. so much stress is you're, you're going to be so relieved, you know, I'll be on a beach in Hawaii. Can't yeah. wait. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Stephanie. Yeah. Any last words? Any advice for brides, for COVID brides? Yeah, out, that's out good. There? Any advice? My advice. advice for brides is hire great vendors like Alex and John. <laughs> and uh, I think also like, you know, roll with the punches and um, it's going to be great. And, you know, don't get too bogged down with the details. And I'm telling myself that all the time. So. <laughs> You're like, I just keep <laughs> just reminding Yeah, I'm just reminding myself this every day. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Stephanie. It was so great speaking with you. And we will see you soon. I miss you. Tell Greg I said Bye, hi. Bye, guys. I love you. Bye, Bye, Steph. Love you. Thank you. Well, it was so lovely talking to Stephanie. So let's jump into our segment. Would you rather... John, do you have any would you rather for me? Oh, I do. All right, ask I me. do. So I had a listener reach out to me, Caitlin, Eugene, and Van. So their would you rather was, would you rather be sticky all the time or itchy all the time? Uh, That's a tough one. Probably sticky. Like, even though I hate sticky, like, just thinking of, like, sticky fingers and, like, sticky kids, gross. But, like, that would be better than being itchy. I hate being itchy. Because then you would just, like, scratch through your skin and then you'd be bloody all the time which would make you sticky so yeah i would rather just be sticky first i wonder like is it full body depends like where are you itchy where are you sticky that's true yeah let's just say full body full body stick and full body itch uh yeah you know why i would pick sticky because it's like all right time for bed because you're already sticky no no what if it was like okay bedtime i'm gonna lay on my back i'm sticky so i'm i'm stuck to the sheets but my chest is, it's sticky, but nothing's on my chest. Where if I was itchy, I lay down. I'm itchy on my back when I'm laying down, but I'm also itchy all over my true. front. Yep, that's true. Well, that was an easy one. Okay, John, would you rather? I like how I said, ooh, this is a hard one. And you go, oh, <laughs> this is an easy one. Would you rather always, oh, this is also from a, li a listener. Thank you, Lexi. Would you rather always be tired or always be hungry? Oh, fuck. I guess, you know, I'd always be hungry because I'm always hungry. I'm always hungry. So like, I know how to deal with that. Tired's a bitch. And like, then I feel like if you're hungry, you, you have can more energy still function. Not that you have more energy, but like you could still do things. But if you're tired, you're just like not your personality is not there. You just want to sleep. I hate I hate the feeling of being tired. 
It's weird because like when I'm hungry, I feel like I have more energy because I'm like, I'm trying to find that next like, snack. Where's my next meal? Where's my next snack? I don't snack? know. I got to stay alert. Right, right. Wow, those were very quick. Yeah, I know. All right, so uh, on to our next segment. Give, Give it, it to me straight, straight. Where we answer all of your burning, burning questions. questions. I didn't like that, John. Just <laughs> the way that you said that. Burning questions. If you guys have any questions for us, you could email us at hello at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. Question number one. Good morning, John and Alex. I've listened to your podcast since day one and absolutely love your content and all of your platforms. Keep it coming. Thank you. My husband and I are both 30 years old and have been married for 11 years. Congratulations. That's a long time. We spent the first decade of our lives traveling and doing all the things we wanted to do as just us before really settling down. And now we have a two-year-old little boy. Another congratulations. Uh, my question is, besides vacations and planning family fun days, what would you suggest we do to keep our relationship alive? She sent a picture of their family, and you guys are the fucking Oh, my cutest. God. That, look at that stash on that guy. And her husband looks just like you, John. <laughs> like, well, he's, one, he looks beautiful, and two, he looks taller than me. So That's true. But you, you, hey, lady, you hit the gold mine with that stash. You guys um, are the cutest little fam. Love you and thank you for listening. I don't know. I feel like if anything, we should come to you guys for advice. I know. You've been you a- should <laughs> listen to our little nightmare we just had. Yeah, you've been married for 11 years. I think that you guys are doing pretty great. So you tell us. No, just kidding. But I think doing anything new that neither of you guys have experienced but actually want to try not like let's do something new that one of you wants right, to do like skydiving like i'm never going to do that but like doing new activities or like i've seen on tiktok where people do like date night envelope things like where you know they'll write out like crazy adventures or whatever stick them in an envelope and then like you roll the dice or like you pick from a stack of cards to it's kind of just like Sounds russian like a roulette sex game no 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 like it's like you Guys, just like write out fun date night ideas. It's just different things. What, John? I rolled a five. What is that? You have to lick my feet. I'm. Oh my god. Then you. Honestly, I I'm so glad you're answering this question because I literally have no. I am not creative at all. Like this is such a question for Alex because I have no idea. I really don't. I mean, I don't. I just think doing new things that you guys haven't done before. Like create a bucket list of things to do together. Um, and I would say like separated things that are like family fun, but also just you guys, because it's definitely important to like focus on your relationship. Well, also now throw that two-year-old in the mix. Now you got a two-year-old, you got a whole new avenue of friendships you can you can join, you know, with your toddlers. Or their, I don't know, two-year-old toddler with your two-year-old toddler's what if, friends what and if their you don't parents. don't want to be friends with the toddlers? Well, and the, why do you say toddler like that? Toddler. It's toddler. What? Fuck it. Whatever. Toddler? Am I saying it wrong? You might be. I don't know. I almost I almost failed my peds class. I was never good with kids. <laughs> uh, so I would say come up with a list of like fun things that you guys want to do that are new to both of you with your little boy, but as well as just you and your hubs. Also keep that stash growing, bro. I respect it. <laughs> yes. Pretty basic answer there from us. Sorry. I, I would say that you guys definitely probably have more experience in that realm. Okay. Question number two. In just over a year, my brother is getting married to his long-term girlfriend. When they got engaged, I was ecstatic and still am. But shortly after the engagement, I asked if I would be in the wedding party. My brother answered, no. Why would you? I was absolutely offended. My brother always talks about how close we are. He was the first person I came out to, and I also had this picture I'd be on one side to the other when they got married. 
Anyways, so I fired back with, well, if I were your brother, you bet your ass I'd be standing right next to you. And he just said, yeah, I guess so. But here we are, and I'm only allowed to make a speech. Mind you, this isn't a traditional religious wedding, so being traditional just isn't an excuse. Also, his girlfriend has two sisters, but later I've learned they will not be in the wedding either. This definitely makes me feel like maybe it's more understandable, but I'm still very hurt by this. My friends also all have been incredibly surprised when I tell them I'm not in the wedding party, which makes me think more and more, maybe my feelings are more valid than I may think. Do you think these feelings are valid? I mean, if they're having wedding parties, then yes. Like if they they were choosing to not have bridal parties at all and just, you know, have it just be them and like maybe one other person up there, like a maid of honor or best man. Um, but no, I think you're justified in your feelings, especially like if it's your brother and you're super close with him. I think you need to identify the problem first. Identify, find the supplier. Stop. Every what time. What is it? Find. This. <laughs> I can't think right now, John. But what what do you mean though? Because like. Well, because I something else is going on there. I, 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 I feel it in my bones. Like, how's your relationship with the bride, the fiance. Well, I think she's also saying like, who cares if she's on her sister, like soon to be sister-in-law's side, she could be on her brother's side. I'm just saying we need to figure out the problem first. Is there bad blood there? Did she say something to the brother? Like, do you guys get along? Does I mean, it- Did this come out of nowhere is what I'm saying? Because if you have such a great relationship with your brother and then he just throws this curveball at you, uh, does your brother have some sort of like... Well, we're going off of the information that she told us. So going off of that, like... I think you're just justified in your feelings. Yes, I agree. I think you're justified in being upset, but I think there is something else going on that you might have to figure out. Identify the problem is what I'm saying. There's something going on. Like, I, why, why didn't why didn't the fiance even ask? Did she ask you to be on her side either? Like, I don't even think it matters if you're close with her with your soon to be sister in law. Like, if you're that close with your brother, and, it's a respect thing. She should yeah, have right. asked you too. Right. So I. I would bring it up again. It's all about what, John? Communication. So like, even if it's an uncomfortable conversation, uh, I think that you should have it with both of them and just be like, why, why am I not in the bridal party? I don't understand. Like, just get like, give me a reason. What is the reason? You know what I mean? But also it is nice that you get a toast though. I mean, that's true again. And you also as fucked up as it is you get you, you have to eat it too because it isn't your day it's true that is true but you know what it does make me feel a little better too that her siblings are also not in it but like is she as close with her sisters as you are with your brother you know what i mean like there's like, like did she not put her sisters in there because she didn't want to like pick and choose one of them to be the maid of honor i don't know like it seems like there's a lot of like scenarios and like, obviously like everyone is different i, I want to know the scenarios I, I need you to message back i need i need to fucking <laughs> know update i don't like giving an answer with just so many open-ended right i think we, i think we need more details for sure but i think that you are still justified in your feelings and I would have a conversation. Softly, though. Softly? Softly. I'm just saying, don't, you know, it's his day. You don't want to, like, rip him a new asshole. True. Anyways, okay. I think that's it for today, though. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, if you guys have any questions, you could write in at hello at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you could find us at giveittomestraightpodcast. We are on TikTok at giveittomestraight. And you could go to our website at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. Thank you guys so much. See you. Oh, wait. And leave us a five-star review if you are like loving our podcast. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye.